Welcome to Triangle 411, the pulse that moves the Triangle world today. It's a vibrant collection of stories, medical breakthroughs, what's trending, social good, events, and boundless other adventures. A conversation pit of comedians, authors, chefs, sports figures, experts, the common and the uncommon. Here's the host of Triangle 411, Mary Innsbrucker. Hi, friends. If you have not heard about the viral sensation, YouTube's Holderness family, you just must be living under a rock. They have garnered 1 billion video views and 5 million followers across social media. The family, made up of former sports anchor Penn Holderness, his wife Kim, a former news reporter, and their two children, Penn Charles and Lola, rose to internet fame with their 2013 viral hit, Christmas Jammies. (laughs) It was just meant to be a Christmas card to friends and it turned into this huge hit. That video spawned spoofs for Back to School, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and countless others. Please welcome Ken and Penn Holderness. It's so great to have you guys. And, you know, Triangle 411 has done a ton of shows on everything to do with COVID-19. And I want to talk about some of your videos that have really helped people through it all. But, but first, let's just chin wag for a few and uh, start with some questions from our listeners, including first up, besides Christmas jammies, what has been your favorite parody and why? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Penn, do you have, you know... I specifically like the ones that I'm not in a lot. <laughs> so um, <laughs> um, I think my favorite, especially from the last year, I liked when he did the Hamilton parody mm. about like mask wearing, about like what Hamilton would be about. Um, I like that one because I'm not really in it. <laughs> um, but I also uh, love yeah. any Broadway stuff he does. Um, babe, what are your favorites? Uh, I, I like the ones that you are in. Um, let's let's start with that. I think that's an important element. Um, probably my favorite recently would be Libido Killer. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Michael Jackson's music and Quincy Jones's music. He's I'm kind of the one who wrote it all. But um, it's I'm not sure if you've seen this one. It's basically about what happens um, at night uh, when you've been married for 15 years versus when you first start dating. It's like a lot of Invisalign and face cream and he's like can't <laughs> this hot. for 15 years and, super hot yeah um, but we but we we kind of we dressed it up and had fog machines and tried to make it feel like a midnight graveyard in our garage which i kind of enjoyed <laughs> so that's probably my favorite one the making of it was a lot of fun well kind of like while we're on this subject for for you kim is there anything you've drawn a line on and just refused to do? I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's come up with some crazy things. Is there anything you just said, no way, I'm not going to do that? No, typically I'm the one that's pitching the crazy. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I'm he's the line. Saying, oh. Yeah, and he's like, no, too far. Too Tell far. us about that yeah. a little bit. Well, I'll ask, I'll ask you, Ben, what, is, what did you say was too far to Kim then? <laughs> well, I mean, for the first four or five years, some of our most popular videos were on Mother's Day. It was Kim trying to make me understand what it's like to be a woman. And it was stuff like I had to wear high heels for three hours and my feet were in pain for like a week later. She um, she hooked me up to a breast pump, which is really weird. That wasn't too bad. The, but she like simulated labor with this crazy electric shock machine. Um, and for some reason, people love watching this. Actually, I know what the reason is. I, you know what the reason is. Yeah. So, like, so 
made me get my eyebrows threaded. And after that, I was like, I'm never doing this again. That was the most painful thing I've ever done. Oh, getting my eyebrows. This lady has these two pieces of dental floss that she sticks in between. It's, you, and it's, it's just constant pulling out of hair. It's not it's, supposed to be pulled out. It's fine. <laughs> Suck it up, wilderness. <laughs> So that's what I oh, okay. Together. Well, that's a surprise. I, I thought it'd be the other way because <laughs> a lot of what um, a lot of what we see again with you, Kim, is uh, and and I'm sure this is for fun to a certain point, but you're not you're not so much a people person, and I, I wonder how much you really hate the world. <laughs> well, I know, I know. I do project. Well, I am an introvert. That is true. And I probably project a little more anti-people than I actually am. I do love people. Like, I would jump in front of a train for you. I may not want to meet you for coffee, <laughs> but I I do, in my core, love people and humanity. It's just the going outside and leaving my couch thing that I have trouble with. Um one yeah. interesting thing I discovered, and Kim, tell her a little bit about like how talking to an audience that's a camera is actually not that hard when you're an introvert. Yeah, I mean, well, for me, I mean, I wouldn't speak for everybody, but like talking to like that little circle on the lens is super easy because it's just like one, you know, it's it's one single thing or an audience of people. I can do that, but it's the... um it's a big crowd of people, you know, conversation, small talk, that sort of thing. And listen, I, I, I mean, after this last year of not doing any of that, I really am craving some of that. But I know the second we go out, like our first party or concert, I'm going to have to be like recover for a, like a week mm-hmm. from that. I put Zoom, I put Kim on a Zoom call with my entire Southern family and it was like 20 of them and it was the worst hour of her year. <laughs> no, I left after like 10 minutes, like my armpits were sweating. Like everybody was talking and then nobody talked for seven minutes. And then everybody talked at once and then nobody oh, talked. Gosh. So guys, I'm, we need to either have like, we need to have like a Q&A period. We need to give time limits to families like this. I cannot. Yeah, this a script. A script is good. <laughs> Yes. So now that you guys are so famous, have things changed among your friendships or with each other? First of all, I don't qualify us as famous. Well, you are. I, I don't. Well, it's, I mean, have, have things changed with our friendships? What do you think, Ken? I don't think so. I don't no, think I mean, so. I, I, mainly because we haven't made a lot of new friends <laughs> since college. We've been like we like our closest friends are still people that we've known for twenty years, and so uh, with with a few exceptions, um, it's you know when when we decide to take a vacation, a lot of times it's with somebody that we grew up with, and so uh, I agree. Yeah. I, I think that if you if you've known someone before the times when you you know, had a little bit of notoriety. I can see why, like, LeBron James... Okay, I'm not comparing myself to LeBron James. I don't know. But, but he, like, got rid of his agent and hired his childhood best friend um, to, to, to be around him, and that has led to success. And um, I, there's nothing wrong with the thousands of people that we've met over the last few years, but um, we're both pretty tight with people that we go way That's back great. with. That's great. That's great. And we live, like, a pretty small life. I mean, we love Raleigh. And I think what I tell people personally, I mean, I grew up near the water in Florida. I've always lived near the water. I would, I do desperately want to live near a beach, but life in Raleigh is just so easy. You know, like our kids are in school a mile away. 
and then our shopping is that like we do the same things over and over again. So we don't really have like the opportunity for, I don't know. And especially with COVID, but yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think anything is. That's great. That's no. great to know. Also, Yeah. So is there anything on the internet about you guys that you would like to debunk? Hmm. I don't know what's on the internet about us. I, I think the one thing that we have actively tried to debunk in the last few weeks, just because of our book is that we are an idyllic, perfect couple that people should aspire to be exactly like. And we just put out a 250 page book that shows the exact opposite of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know all that's on the internet about us. Um, but yeah, there's, we don't, we don't Photoshop our pictures. We try to present our life as real as as possible. There, I mean, there's some stuff on the internet about how we're corny and cringy, and I don't disagree with any of that. <laughs> oh, that's actually, not true. I, I completely yeah. support all of those comments. <laughs> we, we are. We are. We just don't <laughs> yeah. And I and I want to yeah. get in more uh, detail about the book in a minute, but but let me let me approach you on this because I picked up a piece about it was like something like 18 true facts about Penn, including you chewed on your shirt when you were little, you have a crush on Helen Mirren, and you'd like to go to Mars with Musk. Tell us what would that look like? A holderness on Mars. What would that look like? Oh, my gosh. Well, so when I read books, with the exception of some of the research we did for the book that we wrote, which was more of like in the self-help space, when I read books, I like to not be on this planet. I like to be completely out to lunch somewhere else. So I've probably read 15 straight books about interplanetary and interstellar travel. So the, uh, and that, those are my favorite movies as well. Um, I, I love to travel, and the ultimate trip would be to Mars. Uh, I understand that there would be some training <laughs> and uh, we don't really have the technology yet. I, uh, Elon is still trying to figure out how to land the dang rocket. But um, but I think I would get, uh, you know, if I got there, I would land. I would get out and I would just stare at the marvel of a new world for as long as they would let me before I had to go to work. And then I would try to find out how to, you know, make the sustainable goods that allow you to colonize on Mars and probably oh, manufacture some of the fuel from the existing resources to get back. Yeah. 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 Oh, and then, of course, you'd have to do a spoof, a parody on it. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course. Yeah. So here's one for you, Kim, because this is something I picked up about you. And, and this is where, you know, it's like what's out there on the Internet that may not be true or not. But there was one time you said that George Clooney uh, was your crush and um, in which is true for a lot of women, by the way. But, you know, could what would you do if that happened? How would you handle? If we met? Well, first of all, now I think it's like the Duke from Bridgerton. Oh. I, mean, I may have to update my, my okay. Um, Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I would I would do absolutely nothing. I would probably, like, I mean, I, I, had, I met George Clooney when I was reportered in City Edition. I interviewed him. You and I would do nothing, by the way. I like twirled my hair and I like said like 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 every like sentence I like said like about fourteen times. So it was super nervous to meet him. And then but yeah, that's yeah, I got nothing. I got <laughs> you're nothing. even like kind of you're you're I, I can feel your the sweat beads on your face just talking about the possibility. I mean, but I mean the Duke on um, Bridge I think even Penn. 
would would. Um, You're pretending it, like you don't know his name. It's Reggae John Page. Okay, I yeah. know his name. He's the most <laughs> handsome person I've ever seen. Oh my gosh, and he's stunning. Yeah, and I don't have anything to add except he's really. Like I, I look at him more than I should. <laughs> so maybe the maybe the better yeah. question is, what would you do if that happened for you, Ben? <laughs> I would be super nervous if I met him. There's like certain people who are just beautiful to anyone mm-hmm. who looks at them, yes. and he's and yeah. he's one of them. He's going to go far. <laughs> so to get serious for a moment, we have you have helped a lot of people through your whole. COVID uh, approach on, you know, doing things like it's vaccination day to the tune of for the first time in forever from the movie frozen. I also loved your come on vaccine to the tune of come on Eileen. That was so funny. And I especially liked a couple of things here when you, when like you, Kim said, you didn't care what was in the shot. You were going to get it, even if it was hot dog water. Oh yeah, water. hot dog water and cat hair. <laughs> Give it to me. Yeah, I don't even care. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then for you, Ben, it was, you know, my body seen Chester flaming hot fries and Tim McRib. So what do I got to lose? Yeah. I mean, so th- this is our subjective feelings about, um, <laughs> about vaccination it it comes from a lifetime of being vaccinated. It comes from a history of Kim's aunt uh, having polio because she wasn't vaccinated. Um, you know, we don't we don't try to get too political because it is unfortunately like a political uh, venue. But talking between the three of us, uh, we were going to be in line to that vaccine, even if it had. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, but, it's not that we avoid like we say what our values are and our values. No, are, you're right. Yeah, so it's not that we avoid politics. We talk about our values plenty. So we're not, like, actively avoiding that stuff. And it just, like, right now, what's on our mind is being in line for that vaccine. And um, and it, we were super thrilled. And um, it's, you know, as because it's 2021, everything. I mean, we, I think on that video the first time in forever, we knew we would get opposition. There's like really organized anti-vaccination communities that like, they talk about like they comment bomb you. So they post on the site of like, go to this page. Cause you can see like none of these people follow us. Like none of these people follow. They came from this one mm-hmm. site and so they come in, but I'm like, well, that's just like what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't, they're not gonna change mm-hmm. my mind. Um, so it's a really organized and it's, it's really disturbing. Quite, and, and it's true what Penn said. My aunt contracted polio a year before the polio vaccine was available to the public. And she lived in a wheelchair her life. Um, she, she passed away eight, seven years ago, six years ago um, from post-polio virus. Like it, it, re, it kind of like re-engages in your lungs and she basically couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. So like it's devastating. So we're vaccine people and, um, and you're not going to change my mind on that. Yeah. So it's like these people, I was just like, delete, delete, delete. Like I spent like eight hours. Oh gosh. Like, block. You block, gotta be block. kidding me. Yeah. People have to get a life, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you really yeah, can do all that. Um, the thing is you do have to be true to yourself and you have your opinion and they have your opinion, their opinion. And you know, don't let the roads meet kind of thing. And I think that both of you do this with humor, and, and this is where I'm going to get into your book, but, you know, I think humor is a good approach to difficult subjects. And here we go again. You're doing it with your book, with the Battle of the Bra and the Great Toilet Paper War of 2018. You use humor to address serious topics. So tell us tell us about 
your book, Everybody Fights, So Why Not Get Better at It? It was important to us. Um, this is probably the most important thing we've shared, and we've shared like a thousand videos because we, we were starting to get those like, you guys are like couple goals and blah, blah, blah. But the truth of the matter is, when we started working together seven years ago and doing these silly videos, we were living together, working together out of our house, like doing all the things that people are new now with quarantine. We were doing that seven years ago. And as everybody's experiencing now, it, it puts your relationship under a tremendous amount of stress. Our marriage was fine. We weren't like dialing the divorce attorney, but we both knew it could be better. I suggested counseling. Penn was initially hesitant, but then we went. And we learned these strategies and these communication tweaks that changed the way we fought. And by the way, fighting is not like flipping a table and cussing at each other, but like it allowed us to listen to each other better and allowed us to like see, like I really could see like what his boundaries were protecting and his vulnerabilities. And it really, we became a lot closer. So we felt like this, and we'd had enough conversations around it, but like this is, this could be a book. You know, it's definitely not like three minute video with jazz in. But this could be a book. And like you said, we could use some humor. We could use the lessons we learned from counseling and uh, try to help people. Well, that's just fantastic. I, You know, I just see great things continuing for you both in the future. I wouldn't be surprised that included a sitcom one day. But, you know, if I don't, go ahead. No, no, I don't know if we're like good enough actors to do any of that stuff, but you're very kind to yeah. say so. So if there was a movie ever made about you, who would you want to play your part? Well, I'm going to go with Reggae John Page, <laughs> since we've already discussed him <laughs> earlier. And I think I bring that same kind of smolder when I like get off a horse. <laughs> Why are you guys laughing? <laughs> you're so funny. Um, <laughs> you really are. Well, you look like Angelina Jolie. You're a little less weird than her. Um, She's great. Um, so, yeah, I would want like Scarlett Johansson. That's good one too. That works for me. Yeah, and just like very, very um, from the Marvel movies with like guns. But here's here's the thing: your favorite actress is Melissa McCarthy. Oh, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, totally. She's great. Melissa McCarthy, one thousand percent. Or Tina Fey, yeah. So anything people should look for on the horizon, and then I want you to give a, a site or wherever folks can get the book as well. Um, you know, we never really had a business plan for any of this. We have no idea what we're doing tomorrow, <laughs> much less <laughs> anything on the horizon. Ben, am I missing anything? <laughs> no, we shot something today that will come out on Monday, and uh, we, we still don't even know what it is until we edit it. Um, but. Uh, I, we're going to do a medley about, um, well, this is good because this is a triangle 411 uh, uh, bit. We're doing something about the pollen. We do something uh. every year because I hate it. And now there's the added thing this year where if you cough, people uh, run for the hills um, it, during allergy season. So we're going to we're gonna have something about that in the near future. I legitimately, like kind of said, I've given myself COVID like every day this week because of the pollen. I'm like coughing. And my head hurts. And I'm like, I think I have COVID. He's like, you have enough to have. Yeah. How could you have COVID? That's so <laughs> true. It's yeah. like you guys are on the pulse of what is going out there because people are, you know, they're shying away from somebody sneezing. People are going and getting COVID tests just because they're sneezing because the, the, the symptoms just mimic it. And I'm outside like just a few minutes. I go out with black shoes. I come in with yellow ones from the pollen. It's insane. It is, it is disgusting. Thing. We need it to rain, like mm -hmm. now. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. And every year, it's so funny. I didn't grow up with pollen like this. So every year I'm surprised. Every year I'm like, what is this? <laughs> it's way worse this year. No, it's not. It's exactly not. the same. I know. It's so so where can, where can uh, folks find the book? Uh, uh, so the easiest place is everybodyfightsbook.com. That's just our landing page, and it'll show you all the resources where you can buy it. If you forget that, just Google Everybody Fights or Google Holderness Family Book, and you will find it. Yeah, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, like local booksellers. We were so excited Quail Ridge had it, oh. and we went. Because I was like, we love Quail Ridge. It's like our yeah. favorite. And we went to go, like, the date was out. We're like, do you have it? They're like, we sold out. I'm like, oh. yes. And they're like, but we only bought one. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they, they sold out their one copy. <laughs> I'm like, but we bought it. Yes. They're creating a demand. <laughs> Very shrewd. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Well, it's been so enjoyable, and I can't thank you enough for being here. Any chance we could close with a few verses from It's Vaccination Day? Uh, Are you going to play it, or do you want me to do it? Can you do it? Or sing a couple verses, however you want to do it? I'm trying to think of, like, a good... um... This is this, what I love most about this is I don't have to do anything. <laughs> this is my favorite. I'm just gonna sweat over here. Um, <laughs> do you want a guitar or something, Ken? For the first, yeah, I guess I. Yeah, I don't have my guitar with me. Where is it? Uh, That's okay. Just you got a great voice. Just give us a. I, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. For the first time in forever. I'll hang out with someone else. Love you, but for the first time in forever, I can watch sports by myself. You don't like sports. I could go to a bar with buddies. Do the best. I don't have to live in fear. For the first time in forever, I won't be right here. Yay. Yay. Excellent. You guys are great. Thanks so much for your time and uh, just entertaining us and teaching us and promoting the vaccine and everything safe. Thank you. Have a great day. Well, thank you so much for having us. And when will this be out? I'm probably going to run it tomorrow, but I will send you all the links and everything about it. You can do with it what you will. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Time for our nonprofit spotlight. Families Together addresses the immediate housing needs of homeless families with children, as well as youth aging out of foster care in Wake County, North Carolina. Services include short-term housing for families, placement in permanent housing, temporary rental and utilities assistance, life skills, financial literacy training, landlord connections, children's enrichment activities, and referrals to job training, education resources, child care services, health care, and other community resources. Families Together is unique in that they focus on keeping families together during times of crisis by connecting them with highly personalized mentoring, community services, and skill building. They position families for success through the positive relationships developed with a dedicated professional staff that provides intensive, compassionate support. To get involved or donate, please reach out to familiestogethernc.org. Familiestogethernc.org.
www.carrie-150.org. And now for the Carrie 150th Anniversary Spotlight series that we are doing. You can discover historically significant locations throughout Cary via the town's walking and driving tours. Or check out the photo art display of residents wearing face masks being displayed at the Cary Art Center. Visit Cary150.org. Well, it's time to high-five and say goodbye. Keep listening here or at our website, triangle411.buzzsprout.com, to catch stories about a domestic violence victim's heart-wrenching story of survival, or to learn about death cafes where you can go talk through grief over coffee and crumpets, and also hear tips for the working mom. I'm Mary Innsbrucker for Triangle 411. Today, dot, 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 make someone smile.